Hey, Palmetto Shores, and welcome back to our small group resources. Today, we're going to be wrapping up this lengthy chapter, uh, chapter 6, and we'll be in verses 60 to 71. So let's go ahead and read that together, and then we'll dive on in. Picking up verse 60, it says, When many of the disciples heard it, they said, This is hard. This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you are to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of the disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to you, or have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is the devil. He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. So have you ever read a scripture passage or heard a sermon preached or and uh, thought to yourself, this is tough? Or have you ever been offended by the teachings of Jesus or thought, why do you believe this at all? Um, if so, you're not alone. Um, so don't worry about being outed or embarrassed or anything about this. But many of us, including myself, um, at some point or another, have or will wrestle with some aspect of, of Scripture. And So what do you do when this happens? Uh, God isn't going to change his mind or his words to fit our own perceptions. Uh, but instead, we should look at our own life and question, what is the real motive for why I do what I do? Uh, why do I think the way I think? And what do I believe? And why do I believe that? In verses 63 to 64, we see a comparison here uh, between the spirit and the flesh. Uh, the spirit gives us life while our flesh is no help at all. So isn't it funny how God has turned the whole table upside down on us by saying uh, that the tangible flesh we have is of no help, but it's the invisible spirit is what brings us life. So God isn't asking for efforts or our works or anything to prove ourselves to him. It's faith that he wants, and it's only from him that we're able to receive that. The tangible faith uh, that we receive is what directs the tangible flesh, or the, I'm sorry, the intangible faith that we receive is what directs the tangible flesh that we live in. Uh, God is the eternal life source from which we draw from, and it's the lens in which we interpret uh, this world. And so if our flesh is that source, then we see in verse 66, it is um, that that's more of your story, that um, it says, after this, many of the disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. Uh, so instead of clinging to Jesus, when they heard things got hard, the disciples and followers of Jesus left. Um, now, uh, those disciples that left weren't the 12 that uh, we know so well, but um, Jesus had hundreds of other followers that would go with him um, just to hear his teachings and uh, travel you know, nearby their towns. But the 12 that were in the 12th closest circle still stayed with him. Jesus uh, even gave those 12 the opportunity to leave, as the others did. Uh, but as we see, good old Peter stepped up first to confess that uh, he knows that Jesus is the Holy One of God. But we know already that in the chapters to come, Peter's going to fail and he's going to deny Jesus. But there's redemption because as we see in our own worship on Sunday mornings, going through Second Peter, uh, he's grown to be a faithful and unashamed apostle leading the new church. And we see as well 
um, as we've been studying the first four chapters of Acts in our Sunday seminars on Sunday afternoons, that Peter went from just paying lip service to trying to do the right thing and having um, to, to having a real and tangible faith that would carry him for the rest of his life. Uh, so not by his own efforts, but solely through the Spirit of God, the same Spirit of God that dwells in us as with us today, um, and the one that seals us for eternal life with God the Father. So unfortunately, not all people are going to follow Jesus, and even one in Jesus' circle, uh, Jesus calls the devil. Uh, what What is so great about God's plan is that um, even though he's the one that's called them, and he knew exactly that one was going to betray them, uh, he still was in control. So again, as though, uh, as we remember back to Easter, God's plan is not determined by man or by what flesh can do. The power of God provides is perfect in every way, even when it may seem that the world is winning. God's spirit that dwells in us is far superior and promises an eternity in the light in communion with him, as opposed to what our flesh promises, which is darkness and separation from him. So I know there's still plenty to cover here and go through, and I hope that as you finish this great chapter, uh, you'll have some good discussion, and uh, we'll just look forward to talking to you about the next one.